Hey, welcome. Today I'm going to teach you how to connect with your kids. Because you want to connect with your kids, right? That's important. Uh, and this is something I've struggled with. Kind of a lot. It was easier, I think, when they were babies and toddlers because they just, you know, they're like on you all the time and you can't not connect with them. I mean, certainly you can kind of zone out and not really be like there, there, but you have so many chances for connection built in that it's hard not to or just easier to do it when they're very little. Um, as my kids have grown up and gotten bigger and had different interests and different opinions, it's been harder. And frankly, I've had a harder time getting myself to engage with them, even though I know I should, I know I want to, because it feels awkward, it feels difficult. Um, it feels like one more thing I'm not doing right. So I'm gonna share with you the two things that I did wrong, or rather that just held me back in connecting with my kids. And then I'll give you three steps to connect with your kids. Now keep in mind, you can take everything I say with a grain of salt. I'm not a parenting expert. I don't research this kind of thing outside of my own lived experience. And what works for me doesn't necessarily work for you. So if what you're doing is working for you and I tell you something different, don't, don't change just because I said so, all right? Please. But I hope that my three steps at least are universal enough that you can find something helpful in them no matter what. So here are my two mistakes. The first mistake was trying to do what worked for other people. And this was a combination of parenting books and ideas I found there, things I'd read on blogs, or just friends that I'd see or people that I knew of who connected with their kids in a certain way. And I'd go, okay, that's how you do it. Here we go. And I'd try to make that happen. I remember feeling like I was doing it wrong because I didn't have kitchen dance parties with my kids. So many people talk about this and how, oh, we just hang out. We just love to do this together. And I always wanted that, but I didn't always have kids that wanted that. They didn't want to dance with me and I would try to make it happen. And it just was kind of the opposite of connecting with them because it was going against what they wanted, who they were, what they were comfortable with because I saw it working for someone else and thought that's the way to do it. Now, I do have kids who enjoy dancing in the kitchen, and so I get to do that with them now, and it feels more natural. It's actually connecting instead of the opposite. So that's cool, but back when that wasn't the case, it didn't make any sense for me to do it like that. This is a general life lesson here, that anytime you receive advice or an example of how to accomplish something, you can't just pull it straight across into your life. You have to translate it into something that will work for you. The way you do that is first you look at the purpose or the intent behind the advice or what the example is trying to accomplish. And then second, you have to look at yourself and be honest about where you're at so you know which direction you need to move in order to accomplish that purpose and then apply it accordingly. Another example of trying to do what works for other people is one of my favorite stories. So a friend of a friend was saying that she and her siblings were reminiscing about their mom and how when they were growing up, 
she would pop popcorn on the stove in a pot and then she would take the lid off when it started popping and they'd fly all over the kitchen and they just thought it was so fun and hilarious and they were reminiscing about that and the mom was there and she said, I did that one time. And it was just so interesting that it made such an impression on them that they thought that was a thing that they did. So my friend told me about this and I told another another friend that just talking about how it's weird which things kids remember and and stuff and she thought that sounds fun I'm gonna do that so she popped popcorn on the stove she got her kids all gathered up and they started listening to it pop and she took off the lid and it starts flying everywhere and her kids freaked out they were just screaming bloody murder yelling at her mom what are you doing you can't do that they were so terrified and upset and it just it did not go well at all so that's just a funny little incident but it shows how different things work for different people and you've got to accept that which is kind of a bummer because it would be nice if people could just tell you exactly what to do and it would work for you too and like sure try it but you do kind of have to do the work of finding out what works for you even if it's some version of what you saw someone else do or what you read in a book just remember the purpose behind it and ask yourself, is this serving that purpose or not? Okay, this might seem weird, but my second mistake was trying to do what worked for my kids. I promise I'm not just contradicting myself. Let me explain. I heard once this story about a mom who had a bunch of boys, no girls, and she was so good at showing interest in their interests that when they were all grown up and it was, you know, Mother's Day or her birthday or something, they decided to take her to a monster truck rally because they thought she would just love that. That's what she likes. And maybe she did like it. But the point of the story was make your kids' interests be your interests. So when I read that story, I was a really young mom. I had probably just two little boys. And I was like, okay, that's what I have to do. I was just happy to be told how to be a correct mother. And my boys' interests, maybe I had three boys. Anyway, they were into Pokemon. Pokemon cards. They were too little to really like play the game, I think. Maybe one of them could. And so they would just spread out all the cards and just look at them and read the stats and talk about how cool they were. And they wanted me to do that with them. And I did not want to do that with them. I could not care less about Pokemon cards. And not only that, but I have no more room left in my brain for memorizing these weird names and which ones, you know, evolve into the other ones and how much attack power they have and all that. I have no idea how kids memorize all this stuff. It's incredible. For a long time now, I've thought, I need to make a Pokemon game, but instead of Pokemon, they're like important people from history that they should know about. And then they would just memorize it all. All we need to do is figure out who has what energy type and how much damage they can do or whatever. See, I know something about Pokemon. Anyway, I read that article and I thought, okay, I have to get into Pokemon. That's what I must do. And I was not happy about it. And I tried and it, it just, it didn't take. It was so hard because it was so boring. And 
I just didn't enjoy it. And I thought I was a bad mom because I wasn't doing a very good job of it. And I eventually gave up and then I really felt bad. But then one day I got a piece of advice from a friend that changed everything. And she wasn't even talking about that. I was homeschooling for one year and she was a veteran homeschooler and she was giving me homeschool advice. And I was, we were talking about, you know, what curriculum you use and, you know, it's, it's overwhelming all of the options you have. And she said, here's the thing. It has to work for you first. If the curriculum doesn't work for you, it doesn't matter how great it is for the kids because it's just, you're not going to do it. And I thought that was great homeschool advice. And it was, but it has turned out to be amazing advice for all things parenting because parenting involves the parent 100% of the time and if it doesn't work for you it just doesn't work we sometimes get so focused on what's best for the kids that we forget we are also part of this equation so it sounds lovely to be interested in your kids interests that's fantastic if that works but forcing yourself to pretend you're interested in something you despise or that you just don't like or you're uncomfortable with, it's not going to get you there. You may think you're connecting, but it's not actually you who's doing that connecting. It's this facade that you've put on. Now, I will say, I think there's a lot of value in showing interest in their interests. That's valuable in any relationship. But this idea that you have to just adopt their interests as your own, we got to let go of that. I mean, it's fine to try things and see if you like it. But if you're forcing it and faking it, it's not working. Okay, you ready? Here are the three steps to connect with your kids. First step is to ask yourself what you enjoy doing. Maybe write it down or just have a mental list but it's gotta be things you actually enjoy doing. It's gotta work for you first, remember? Now the second step is to find a way that you can include or invite your child into one of those things that you already like doing. If it's something they already like doing, great, no brainer. But even if it's not, kids just like to be included in your life. Find a way to invite them. And if it goes well, invite them again. If it doesn't, try something else. Maybe a different interest of yours. Or maybe a different way for them to be involved. And step three is to do it together. And when you do, bring your authentic self. Be actually you. Strip off whatever facades or costumes you've made up to look like you're doing it right or force something in the name of being a good parent and just be you. Do and say the kinds of things that you would do and say and let your kid be there with you. I'll never forget an epiphany I had when I was reading a book. It's like the dumbest book I've ever read. So I'm not gonna recommend it or even tell you what it was, but there was a character in the book who was talking about how he knew a bunch about art because his mother was a French artiste. And it, I just stopped and thought, wait, he learned about art because that's what his mom was doing? That's what she was into? Huh. Because at the time, all I was trying to do was 
the right things with the kids, not the me things. I was trying to cover all the bases and teach them about all of the things instead of the things I knew about. I don't know why I didn't realize that. It seems so obvious that it makes sense that children would know something about their parents' profession or interests or hobbies. Totally makes sense. But I couldn't see that because I was so focused on being correct. So I'm going to leave you with a little motto to remember. Connect, not correct. Your kids can't connect with a false version of you that you project because you think it's right or correct. And that's not what we would want anyway, because that wouldn't be connecting with you. So try to remember that. Connect, not correct. Think of what you enjoy doing. Find a way to include or invite your child. And try it out with your authentic self there. I hope this was helpful for you. And I hope you can feel a little less pressure and a little more connection with your kids. Have a great week.